Let's get you back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Right, so back courtside here at the uh, D Event Center in Ogden, Utah. Final score, Weber State 113 and BYU 103. Weber State turning it on after halftime. They shot only uh, 42% in the first half, and BYU really, Mark, couldn't take advantage of, a, I think, an opportunity there to, to put Weber State down double digits on a couple of chances. Didn't happen. BYU outshot the Wildcats 56-42% to 42% in the first half, yet trailed at the break anyway. And then after halftime, wow, Weber State shoots 65%. So how do you hang? Well... You shoot 63%, which is what BYU did. So the Cougars, Mark, I don't know that BYU will ever have shot a number this high and lost a game by double digits, no less. BYU shot for the game 59.4% and lost by 10. How does that happen? Weber State shot 53. That's a good number themselves, certainly. So you look at a couple numbers, and you're going to look at uh, free throws and three-pointers, and that's indeed where you find uh, why things went the way they did. BYU actually tonight made more, made four more field goals than Weber State on the night. Yet, Weber State, 11 threes to BYU's five. That's an 18-point differential at the arc. And then free throws. Now, BYU did foul a lot late, obviously. But 38 for Weber State to 24 for BYU. And a make advantage of plus 12 there. So, plus 18 from the arc, plus 12 from the stripe mitigates 59% field goal shooting for BYU. Yeah, tough night, obviously. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Obviously, those numbers are super weird. Uh, I'm concerned about the defense, Greg. I, at first five or six games, looked really dialed in. Good on-ball defense. Uh, last three games has been a disaster. And guys not able to stay in front of their man. Uh, the big men coming up to set uh, the hedge there when there's a high screen. And they're not, not aggressive enough, so that guard is hits the hedge and then is able to get around the hedge and turn the corner, which is disastrous defensively. You see guys really over-helping when guys do get beat and you're kicking it to open shooters for threes. Uh, that's an embarrassing defensive performance. Offensively, that you know, obviously three-point shooting, it could be better, but uh, they, they certainly did what they needed to do offensively. But a team, Weaver State, as good as they are, scoring 111, 113 points. I mean, this just goes to my inner player, Greg. I know I'm old, but I, I, I took such pride in defense. That was what I was all about. And if a team scored 113 points on me, I, I couldn't show my face for a month. I mean, that is just the ultimate slap in the face as a as a defender. And uh, this team is 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 reeling right now. They, I mean, it doesn't get easier. If you thought Weber State was tough, wait till Utah State comes to town. Then you got your. Utah on Saturday in Salt Lake. In Salt Lake, I mean, you better straighten your house up. I don't know where the leadership's going to come from. Can it be Yoli? Yoli played well, well, great tonight, but he had five minutes where he he lost it, which is, I mean, he's. We've, I saw a little bit in high school, but he's he's been so solid. But that five minutes, Greg, was when BYU lost this game. That's when at the start of the second half. He disappeared. You're down 10. You never recover. So as good as he played, that was problematic. T.J. Haas, really problematic tonight. So even though those shooting numbers are out of these, out of this world, that that is hides what the real problems were tonight. And uh, that, that that was tough for me to watch as a former player and a guy that took pride in defense to get drilled like that from Weber State. Six Weber State Wildcats in double figures tonight. BYU had two. 
and uh, the third member of the big three had a rough night. And it'll be tough if if, if a team of score has six guys in double figures. You better have all be all big three be on at the very least. And Jashir Hardnett, career high 24. He was there. The only child's 31, two off career high. He was there. T.J. Haas had a rough week on the road. He went 6 of 18 on Wednesday, 1 for 8 from 3. He went 1 for 9 tonight, 0 for 3 from 3. And so, child's 31, Shear 24. 8 for Haas, 8 for Nixon, 8 for Harding, 7 for Cannon, 7 for Worthington, 7 for Celius, 3 for Bergerson. Gets you to 103. On most nights, that's a great number. Not tonight, because 113 comes from 30 from Harding, 22 from John. 14 from Kozak. Those 14 points from Kozak, by the way, just four off a career high for him. 13 for Chapman, 12 for Nero, 10 for Braxton, 8 for Barnes, 4 for Nelson. Gets you to 113. Rebounds to Weber State, plus 2, 37 to 35. Our new skin data discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. I'm going to go with the turnovers tonight. BYU had 12. Not the worst number in the world, but Weber State had only 6. So with the turnover margin at BYU, uh, rather to BYU minus six, if you will, at 12 to six, the points off of turnovers were decisive. 16 to five, Weber State points off of turnovers. That's plus 11 in a game the Wildcats win by 10. BYU won the points of the paint quite handily, 62 to 42. But points off of turnovers to Weber State and second chance points to Weber State, 12 to four as well. And that uh, basket right before the half was a harbinger as Cody John put Weber State in the lead at the break, and BYU had to go to halftime, shooting 56% but trailing, and it got turned on in the second half for Weber State as they shot nearly uh, 65% after the break to shoot 53 for the night, offsetting BYU's 59. And I I don't know that BYU under Dave Rose has ever lost a game shooting 59.4% from the field, but it happened tonight. So for only the 11th time in the Dave Rose era, BYU shoots 50% or better and loses a game. BYU's record falls to 154 and 11 when shooting 50% or better. That's how rare it is. BYU wins 94% of those 50% games. This was one of the 6% tonight here at Weber State. So 113 to 103 is our final score. And for the first time in the Dave Rose era, BYU loses a game to Weber State. Wildcats snap that 15-game, 16-year run of futility against BYU. Final score, 113 to 103. More coming up from courtside after Cougar Post Game Live, which is coming up next. Some good news on this night for BYU fans. Women's volleyball advancing to the Sweet 16. Jason Shepard with that and more as he talks about the Cougs' big win over Utah in Provo tonight. That's ahead in Cougar Post Game Live. Then more from the D Event Center after that on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. About the Zach open three. It's good. Got it! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU falls tonight on the road in Ogden, losing to Weber State 113 to 103. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. BYU now riding a three game losing streak. The record now five and four overall. Back on the Marriott Center floor Wednesday night, hosting Utah State, Nick Emery will be making his BYU debut. All right, let's start Cougar Post Game Live with some uh, some good news. How about we talk about BYU women's volleyball hosting the University of Utah, hosting their rival at the Smith Fieldhouse tonight in the second round of the NCAA tournament, just like they did earlier in the season. The Cougars sweeping their rival 3 to nothing. BYU winning set number one, 
21 in set number two and 25-18 in set number three. BYU led by Ronnie Jones-Perry with 20 kills, 12 kills for Heather Knighting, the freshman. The Cougars moving on to the Sweet 16 for the seventh straight year. Here's what will be different. The Cougars will host a regional for the first time in school history. Congratulations to Heather Olmstead and all of the coaches and players with BYU Women's Volleyball. All right, back to college basketball. Games featuring local teams. We will start earlier today at the Huntsman Center, Utah defeating Tulsa 69-64. to In Orem tonight, it was Utah Valley defeating Denver 98-75. Utah State, who I mentioned, will be in Provo on Wednesday. They're at UC Irvine tonight. 14 minutes to go in the second half. The Aggies with a 56-37 lead. Top 25 college basketball will start with an upset. How about this? Houston, who BYU saw a week ago, defeating Oregon, upsetting the Ducks 65-61, taking down the 18th-ranked Oregon Ducks. Big win for Houston. They now improve to 5-0. and oh, They are the real deal. Number one, Gonzaga defeating Creighton on the road, 103-92. In OT, number two, Kansas. Defeats Stanford by a final of 90-84. Duke on top of Stetson, 113-49. Nevada, 73. USC, 61. Number 7, Michigan takes down number 19, Purdue, 76-57. Kentucky defeats UNC Greensboro, 78-61. Here's another upset for you. Marquette taking down number 12, K-State, 83-71. Virginia Tech, no problem with Central Connecticut, 94-40 is the final there. 20th-ranked Texas Tech winning over Memphis in the Miami Invitational, 78-67. Number 21, Buffalo, takes down San Francisco, 85-81. Villanova, 85. LaSalle, 78. And number 24, Maryland, defeats Penn State, 66-59. Coming up next, we'll go over the day in college football. Several Title games still being played at this hour. We'll update you on all of that action in college football. The final tonight, though, from Ogden. BYU falls to Weber State, 113-103. The final score. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU falls to Weber State at the D Event Center, 113-103. We'll get you back to Ogden for more post-game interviews with players and coaches coming up in just a second. However, it's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made five three-pointers for a total of $250, bringing the donation total for the season to $3,100. All right, three championship games still going on in college football. The Mountain West title game being played In Boise, Boise State has taken a three-point lead, just kicked a field goal in overtime. They had the first possession, so right now it is 16-13. Boise State leading Fresno State. The Bulldogs will now have a possession to either tie it or to win it with a touchdown. In the Dr. Pepper ACC championship game, number two Clemson leading Pitt 
10 with five minutes to go in the fourth. And in the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis, it is Ohio State leading Northwestern by 10, 31 to 21. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to send you back to the D Event Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Ogden, 113-103. Weber State defeats BYU. You heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. TJ into a three-left side. Good. Oh, man, alive. What a shot from TJ Haas. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time now for our Cougar Locker Room Show Sport Court courtside interview. Welcome back to the D-Event Center here in Ogden, Utah. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant visiting with BYU team captain Luke Worthington tonight. It is our sport court courtside interview. And Luke joining us as BYU falls to Weber State tonight, 113 to 103. Luke, you've played a lot of games here and not too many games quite like this. No, not not too many like this. Uh, I've actually played in this arena once before, played Weber obviously a few times now. Um, but yeah, this was uh, definitely disappointing, to say the least. It's a long season, and uh, every team will, will find itself, not every, but a lot of teams will find themselves with uh, certain peaks and valleys to either enjoy or overcome, and you're in one of those spots right now. As a captain, what do you think this team needs to think about most as you get ready to continue this uh, in-state slate? I think most important right now, um, accountability as a team. And a lot of times, you, you talk about those peaks and valleys, and you know, uh, this is not the first team that these guys have been on, not not the first roller coaster ride they've been on either um, as far as the season goes, like you said. So we need to understand that at this point everyone has things that they can fix and get better. Uh, we need to get better collectively as a team, but everyone has those things, um, and that starts in practice. And that's, that's what we're talking about in the locker room. That's what we're going to fix, um, things we need to tighten up so that we can compete at a higher level. Well, Luke, thanks for coming on. I know it's tough, but what a wild game. So many points scored. Uh, offensively, you guys were fantastic. Just couldn't keep up with Weber State with what they did. Maybe some some points from the, the scout today that you, you guys did well on, and, and what, what was the struggle? Um, I mean, I think for various parts of the game, we did try and attack. We had talked about driving the ball more. Um, it just helps to open up your offense when it's balanced like that. So I think that was a strong point. Uh, pushing the ball in transition, we knew that, that we could score in transition. Uh, like you said, put a lot of points on the board. I think as far as what to work on, um, you know, once you get a guy going, once once you get a guy comfortable in his own gym, it's hard for them to miss shots, honestly. So it, it was it was how we came out at various points out of timeouts at the beginning of the game it's it's that aggressive mindset both offensively and especially defensively because if you don't want a guy to go off you need to stop him at the start of the game great insight as always from luke worthington seven points five rebounds and 14 minutes of play we'll talk more with luke after this short break byu falls at weber state by a score of 113 to 103 on the new skin byu sports network This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Our sport court courtside interview continuing and concluding now with Luke Worthington, BYU senior captain, joining us, Luke, with seven points, five rebounds as BYU falls to Weber State by a score of 113 to 103 tonight. Uh, Luke, it's your last game, nine of nine, that you'll play without uh, an important piece of this year's puzzle in Nick Emery. Uh, I, I have you speak for the team, I guess, in, in getting uh, Nick back. You've seen him with the team for a long time now. How does he look to you, and what do you expect from him as he rejoins you? He looks great. Um, I mean, just an incredible comeback for him. 
um, in a lot of regards. Uh, anyone who's close to Nick and really knows the guy, uh, to see what, what he's gone through um, and to be able to come back and be as healthy as he is, um, you know, on, on top of it physically, mentally, all that kind of stuff, he, he's ready to go and we're excited to have him because he's a competitor and he's a guy who's going to bring a lot of fire. Luke, you're a, you're a guy that what I love about you is you, it's always a complete effort, getting after everything. Uh, obviously, it's a disappointing defensive effort tonight. What, what, what do you see? I mean, you're a senior. You've seen a lot of things. What's going on defensively? And, and as a senior captain, what, what is your role in, in making sure that, uh, that they get a little bit better defensively? To be honest, um, the principles are there. And we have a smart team. you got a lot of guys who understand the game. Um, we're not, I mean, if you look across the board in this country, we're not, we're not the most athletic team um, or, or the most explosive team, but we have the pieces that we need in order to play deep team defense, and we have those principles. Um, and I think it's really just a matter of taking the fight to your opponent. Um, I think today it's not everyone wanted to win this game obviously we're all competitors but at times it wasn't showing on the defensive end of the floor Uh, i think because it came so easy to us offensively we almost um took breaks even even if it wasn't a conscious decision uh, we took these breaks defensively and that can't happen we need to be there on every possession well luke uh, thanks for sharing a few moments with us and uh, best of luck in the bounce back back at home against utah state on wednesday night Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Luke Worthington, and we will come back with uh, Coach Dave Rose's postgame comments. That was our Sport Court courtside interview with Luke Worthington. Champions start here. Sport Court, learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell. Welcome back courtside, the event center here in Ogden, Utah. Wildcats win it uh, 113-103 to 103 in front of almost 10,000 fans here at the Purple Palace. BYU head coach Dave Rose joining us now on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. And Coach Rose, not often we're going to see your team shoot such a good number and not come out on the winning side tonight. Yeah, this was... Uh... This was not an offensive issue. I mean, defensively, we were we were just uh, really exposed tonight. And you know, it's uh, it's interesting because when we, as we're breaking down the film, you know, after we get back from uh, normal Illinois, and we're, we're 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 you know working on this scout, and you know, all of us to a man as coaching staff is that we're really impressed with the athleticism of their guards and then how he plays. He's playing fast and he spreads you out. And you know, we're trying to you know figure out how we can transition and get them stopped and. Uh, we're really, really concerned. And, you know, we, we gave our guys a lot of confidence coming in here, uh, you know, believing that there were things we could do to expose them, and we did. I mean, we shot as well as we've shot, and we, we you know, put the ball in great places to score and probably turned it over a little bit too much. But uh, defensively, we just could not get them stopped. And, you know, we go to zone, and they drove us. They drove, I mean, we're in a 2-3 zone, and they're in the slot. And you got three guys loaded on that side, one on the wing, one you know, on the in the post, and one up at the top at the junction, and he drives that thing straight to the basket and lays it up without a pass, without a screen, without a dribble. I mean, I mean with the dribble, and uh, so those are things that we we got to you know really look at, and you know we we try to put a lineup in there that maybe could do better later after we got behind, which you know probably is our 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 issue, but I think the best maybe the best defense we had was when we were fouling them. 
because then they come down and make one and miss one and make one and miss one. But uh, we, we had a really – I mean, he, they exposed us. He did a great job coaching. Congratulations to Randy. He's got a nice team. I think, you know, he's he's going to really make a run in in uh, that big sky. And, and uh, But, you know, Burkott drove us. And the only guy who didn't drive us was the big fella, 44 and 11. 11 hit, you know, I think he had his season high, maybe his career high at 14 tonight, hit the threes. But a lot of that was because we needed so much help to try to stop the dribble penetration a second guy or maybe a third guy, and then that 11 would pop out and, you know, that hit him and, and he banged a few shots. So, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm extremely disappointed uh, in in our ability, inability to get him stopped, and we're going to have to work, really work on that. But I think also we got to really dissect maybe our style and how we're playing. We've been on the road three times. We're giving up probably close to 95, 96 points a game. And, you know, we're playing really fast. We're not as efficient as we need to be to play that fast. Not Our percentages aren't good enough. And so uh, there's probably going to have to be a lot of uh, adjustments made here in the next. I mean, sometimes you, you get beat and you you kind of go, you know, hey, you know, we just got to hang in there and get a little bit better or do a few more things. But I think there's, there's a lot of things involved here that, uh, you know, maybe we're going to have to kind of get our, 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 our arms around to try to – make this thing to put our guys in the very best chance to win games because that's what it's all about, trying to win games. Coach, you shot 14 threes tonight. That's half as many as you shot at Illinois State. You shoot a better percentage, 36%. That's that's pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, where, where do you kind of want to be with knowing this team and they've struggled to shoot a little bit, but and you really drove it hard and, and were so successful in the paint? I mean, Ideally, where what do you kind of want to see the three point as compared to the two point uh, offense? Well, you got to make threes in today's game, or you're just going to get behind. It's just you know, it's just too hard to try to win with uh, you know two point shots the way everybody shoots it, and our percentages is so suspect. You know, from there after, you know, pretty good set of data points. I mean, we played eight games, and so uh, you know, 30 is too many. 14 is probably not enough, but. Uh, you know, if you're going to shoot 15, you need to make six or seven, and that's probably where we are. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll, we'll get a, you know, uh, but, it, you know, the, the problem, well, the real challenge here is that, um, you know, we had that long home homestand and played teams that we were better than and got wins, and now we've got some issues, real issues that's been exposed this week, and we got a game at home, but then, we, we you know, I think the next seven we got seven out of nine or some crazy number away from our building, and it's hard to get those things. If you're going to make some real major adjustments, try to get uh, that done on the fly when you, you, you're facing kind of what we're facing. So we know we got a challenge, and, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll do our best. I believe in these guys. I think these guys have uh, uh, got a lot of fight in them. I think they, you know, got really discouraged tonight and got exposed quite a bit, and a lot of that's our fault as coaches, and so we got to take – take blame for it but uh i i think we really need to uh back court side here at the d event center in ogden greg rubel mark durant and uh, head coach dave rose was with some closing comments here uh, i think we got knocked off the air due to an ip issue here at d event center but we're back on and so uh we'll uh kind of set up uh, what's next for byu and coach rose you alluded to it but the in-state stretch continues with utah state coming to your building on on wednesday they've already had some good results in the early part of the season I'm really playing well i mean it's uh it's a team that really shares the ball well, and and you know they beat St. Mary's 
uh, as bad as I think you see them get beat um, in, in in Vegas in a tournament. So that's probably all anybody really needs to know that this going to be a, a you know a really tough challenge for us and. You know, we're going to have to be better. We're going to have to get, you know, a full balanced game, you know, where we play a good defensive game and then we're actually, uh, you know, flowing pretty well on the offensive end. And so uh, I, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting, you know, what we figure out over the weekend and then come in on Monday and, and get with our guys. I know they're down right now. They're really down. This is, a, I mean, it, it's always tough tough to uh, to get beat. But, you know, when you get beat the way we got beat tonight, we're – it was just, you know, basket after basket after basket. I mean, I think one of my coaches told me they might have, you know, scored 1.6 or 1.7 points per possession in the second half, which is uh, probably as good as you can, you know, numbers-wise, will rank right up at the, at the very top for any team in the country in the, in the weekend. So that's on us uh, defensively. we got to figure it out. Playing a lot of guys, 11 guys. And everybody's getting good minutes. So what are you kind of looking for and who – do you think uh, right now is maybe making a case for get, getting more minutes and, and being a big, bigger part of what you're doing? Well, you know, I, I think that uh, I'm trying to play Gav uh, more minutes. I think he's a guy that's got a, a huge uh, potential and future. And, you know, tonight it, the matchup was just hard because it, they were all drivers, you know, and, and that's not his expertise. And I, and I think Luke did a nice job in the ball screen defense. He's one of our best, you know, ball screen defender. Um, but – it's uh, and, and you know I, I think that Connor Harding is a, a guy that's come along. You know his offensive numbers tonight were terrific, and he was one of the guys who actually could, athletically could actually challenge a little bit. But he got beat, you know, on direct line drives to the basket tonight too. So, but I, I am I am telling you that this is a really, uh, um, good offensive team that spreads you and drives you and then they're 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 athletic enough to get past you they're good with the ball this uh this Jarek harding is a guy who is good as scorer with the ball in his hand um like i said on the pregame show as we've seen uh in in some of the the films that we've seen but you know he's he's not a big assist man look at his numbers tonight he got yeah, he had one assist and two turnovers and i think he's a, probably about a one assist three turnover average uh, on the night, and that just tells you a guy that plays that many minutes and takes that many shots, and has the ball in his hands that much. That's what he does, and we knew that coming in, and and uh, he still still was able to get it to us. I mean, because he gave it to us last year for 29, and yeah. this year he gives it to us 30. So, uh, you know, that's that's pretty good. He, that's that's a guy who uh, has got a great future, and I think you know, Randy's had some really good guards in here. I mean, Jermaine Boyette was a guy from years and years ago, and obviously Damian Lillard is a one of the best guards in the country in the NBA. and Even Singlin was pretty good. Singlin's pretty good. Yeah. And he, had, he had a, a shooter in here one year that was really – this is a, as good a combination of young guys as I've, I've seen him have, and I think they're going to be really, really tough to beat. Before we let you run, a quick word about tonight's big-time performance of the game brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. And we're going to go with uh, Jasheer Hardnett tonight. Uh, new career high in scoring for Shear tonight at uh, 24 points. Made 11 of his 15 shots uh, from the field in uh, 32 minutes of play. And this was a, a a good a good game for him as far as being able to find gaps and, and penetrate and drive. And, uh, you know, he got challenged at the rim, you know, a few times. But for the most time, was able to finish. And, you know, he's uh, a good bounce-back game from a game the other night where he really felt like, uh, you know, he, he didn't, you know, quite play as, as well as he is capable and wants to. And 
So uh, I think that's a good call. Well, these kind of stretches, uh, Coach Rose, are certainly rare for you and your program, but it's a long season with uh, sometimes phases and uh, and things to dig out from, and that's where you're at right now, and uh, and you'll continue the effort here with two more in-state games coming up. Hey, these guys will fight. I, I really do believe that. They, they got discouraged tonight because uh, it was just it was so hard for us to find a way to get them stopped. But uh, we'll get better, and uh, you know we'll, we'll be back competing on Wednesday night. All right, see you next week. All right, thanks a lot, Chris. That's Coach Dave Rose. We'll come back and say so long after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Wrapping up our show and our broadcast tonight, Weber State 113, BYU 103 is our final score. Our next BYU basketball game Wednesday night from the Marriott Center, BYU and Utah State, 6 o'clock pregame and a 7 o'clock tip. Join us for BYU basketball with Dave Rose, our season debut of the Rose Show on Tuesday from 6 to 7 on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Thanks to our crew back at BYU Radio tonight. Nathan Israelson, Terry South, intern Aaron Fitzner, engineers Randy Bateman, Sean Fay, GM Don Shaline, traffic manager Sean O'Neill, appreciation to all. To Kyle Chilton, BYU basketball media relations director. To Russ Larson, our statistician. Mark Durant, my color commentary colleague. To Paul Grua of Weber State. And his uh, media relations crew, and of course, Coach Randy Ray, along with Coach Dave Rose, Luke Worthington, all for joining us post game and pre game, respectively. Thanks to all. My name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Final score tonight 113 to 103. Weber State over BYU. And you heard it here. So, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Ogden, Utah. <laughs>